When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, November 13th. And this is the program that is trying to help you make better financial decisions. We do that by asking you to do a little work. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live and Mark does everything else. Now, you know, part of the process here is that when you do come on the air, we're going to probe you. We're going to ask you about what's going on. If you're shy, you can change your name or really most people don't care that much. They care about the story, not the actual numbers that are attached to you. So just so we can dispel that, I know that a lot of people get a little sheepish about their money. You know, we're starting to talk about doing more video next year. And I said to Mark Talercio, because you'll understand why I'm calling him Mark Talercio, best executive producer in the world. I mean, I hope people will come on camera and talk to us about their money. And what did you say? You said, what was the age divide where people are much more open and transparent about their financial lives? What age was that? I think usually up until about 45-ish, even 50-ish. But after that, people are a little bit more hesitant to come on camera. Yeah. Old people like me, like, no, we don't do that. But okay, if you don't want to do it, you can stick to the audio. If you do want to do the vi the video component, we're going to start doing that. It's going to be very exciting, Mark. With some friends. With some friends is right. Jill and friends. Jill, Mark, and friends. I'll be like Mr. Rogers. I'll put my shoes on. I'll put, you know. This is going to be like pre-COVID. We haven't been in a studio together since pre-COVID. So it's going to be very bizarre. I'm just trying to think the last time we were in a studio together. It was March 2020. We were still doing shows remotely, though, because you had just had Theo. Yeah, but we were still in the studio. We were coming in at least once a week, so this is going to be like old times. It's kind of fun. I'm excited. Every week, Brian Park, baby. Oh, my God. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Anyway, more on that when we uh, we make big announcements. We make big announcements all the time. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, today... 
we are joined by another Mark. This is Mark from Minneapolis. Hello, Mark from Minneapolis. Tell us what is on your mind. How can we help you out? Uh, Jill and Mark, my wife and I could use your advice on where to uh, keep uh, funds that uh, we will need for home health care, perhaps in the next year or two uh, or three. Okay. So tell us what's, um, what is the um, amount? Is this, a, is this a sale of a house, a stock, uh, some windfall? What, what are we talking about? Uh, well, it's both a particular and a broader uh, question. We will be uh, selling our home, trying to figure out where to put uh, the proceeds, perhaps $500,000 from that sale. It's hard to know when we will need funds. You know, I have uh, an illness that is uh, proceeding at an unknowable uh, rate, but it is proceeding and progressing if and when, probably when I need home health services. They can be very expensive. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're starting from. I'm so sorry. That's just sucks. Um, So I'm sorry that you have to go through this. Let's kind of peel this back a little bit. So, Mark, how old are you? Um, I'm 72. My wife is 76. We're both retired. And right now, what is the source of your income? What do you What do you live on right now? A pension and uh, two Social Security benefits, which cover our uh, regular expenses. We reinvest any investment income has been our practice. Okay, so the pension and two Social Security checks, how much is that right now? 123. Okay, and that covers the basic expenses, including your house right now that you have a house, right? Yes. Is the pension your pension, her pension? Whose is it? Uh, It's my pension with 100% rights of survivorship. What about your investment accounts, what do you have that you're, you said you're just letting that kind of accrue? So what's, um, what have you set aside in retirement or in non-retirement accounts? We have about $400,000 uh, in conventional retirement accounts Yep, and about two and a quarter uh, outside of retirement. 225. And that's just in a brokerage account or is that cash? What do you have? I'm looking both inside and outside retirement. The split is 25 stocks and the rest in CDs, money markets, and bond funds. Okay. So let me just make sure I got it right. So 400 is retirement. 225 is non-retirement, right? In the, in a like brokerage account. Does that include all the cash in the CDs or is there more cash beyond that 225? That's it. Okay. So 400 and 225. And what else do we need to know about this house that you're going to sell? Do you already own a second home or are you going to use some money to buy a house and some is left over? No, we uh, are downsizing and moving to a, a one level place. The perfect place came along. Uh, so we grabbed it. So mm. at the moment we own two homes. Our Long-standing home will go on the market after the first uh, of the year. Okay, and that's the one you think you're going to net out five hundred thousand or so, give or take. 
Okay. And that would just be added to the non-retirement account. Correct. So the, and, and so once you do downsize, will the cost of carrying this one level home be similar, a lot less to than what you were um, paying for the larger home? As far as I can guesstimate, it's, it's about $400 a month less. So about okay. $5,000 a year. Do you guys have, um, since you're both retired, you're on Medicare, what exactly is the coverage that you might be entitled to in terms of this illness? I mean, I think that what most people don't understand, if this is some sort of progressive long-term illness, then Medicare does not cover any of that, right? Well, it's complicated. Oh, boy. It's like a relationship. How so? Uh, Medicare covers a limited amount of nursing services, also a limited amount of more custodial services if they're delivered simultaneous with nursing. Mm-hmm. But it, it's only up to eight hours a day. It's likely to not be covered at all 24-7 care if needed is not covered. So that's what I've been able to figure out. Okay, got it. Do you guys have any long-term care insurance or insurance policies that have long-term care riders or features that would help you through this period? We each have a a traditional kind of a standard long-term care policy, which we bought maybe 15, 20 years ago. The value of the benefit uh, right now is about $200,000 each. Hmm. Um, the maximum amount reimbursable per month is about $6,000. But if you were to need, I mean, I know it's like you don't go from necessarily zero to 24-7, but if you said you needed 24-7 care, what do you think that would cost on a monthly basis? So you'd have 6000 covered, through your long-term care policy? What's the gap? What? How much more would it cost you to have that care? Well, I haven't looked at it on a monthly basis, but and it's hard to get people to talk to you in the abstract. Yes, of course. Care in my area is estimated to run about $45 an hour. Okay. So just doing arithmetic... You know, 45 times 24 times 365, it gets to be a big number. It gets to be close to $400,000. Right. And you would only have 70 something covered. Right. Although, I mean, it may not be that drastic, but okay, let's presume it is that drastic for a second, right? Okay, God forbid, but let's just presume it. That then means that... Uh, we have to be very careful about this $500,000 in home proceeds because you really may need to use it. And I will say that the thing that is important about that, which, you know, I presume when you downsize to this one level home, you don't have a mortgage on that house or you do? Uh, No mortgage. Okay. I want to make sure we're taking care of you and I want to make sure we're thinking about your wife as well because- Let's presume that of your non-retirement money and this 500 comes in in January or so, I think that that's the kind of money that you have to basically say, I, I mean, again, you don't know when this is all going to happen. You're okay today, 
But are we talking about a year, three years, seven years? Do you have any sense of what you could be looking at? This is such a terrible way to ask you these questions. I'm going very concrete on you. And I don't want you to think I'm not thinking about that this is a horrible thing that we're talking about. But I want to also respond to your actual concrete question. Well, I, I appreciate your your thoughts, but concrete is where it needs to be. Could be one year, could be three years, probably not as long as seven. Okay. So in that respect, maybe the best thing that you could do would be to have to have some CDs. You'd have some money in cash and a high yield savings account. Yeah, I mean, look, of the non-retirement money, I almost feel like everything has to be liquid right now. Um, meaning no big stock investment. I mean, I hope that we're wrong. I hope you that, you know, you're like, oh, I should have invested in the stock market. I, I hope that we're wrong. But we have to presume that that money is going to be needed for your care, in which case I think that we're talking about laddered CDs. I think that we're talking about making sure that there's at least $100,000 in a high yield cash account that then you start saying, I need, you know, a certain amount in a one, two, or three-year CD. If you had to break the CD, it would no big deal. Uh, you would almost be in a preservation, a cash preservation mode, where you would make sure that you had as much cash as necessary. I get it. It's not going to be working for you. But you know what? The retirement account, you can actually have some investments in there. And maybe you would shift more into some equity inside of the retirement account and also the one thing that your wife has like a big benefit for your wife is that survivorship pension, which even if you guys are burning through a bunch of this money on the other side of it, your wife will have her, will have social security and pension, a home that is paid for a retirement account. Like all of these things I think are going to argue for the fact that she will be able to float her lifestyle. And I'm sure that that is something that is worrisome to you as you approach this period as well. Well, thanks. That's what I've been trying to put together. So thanks for uh, your view on that. Yeah. And so last thing, of course, I'm going to ask you that you've done your all of your estate planning, correct, given this diagnosis? Yes. And you guys have kids? Well, they're kids, but they're middle-aged men, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How old are they? They're in their 50s. And um, they live nearby? They do. Okay. Does this seem like a game plan for you, Mark? I mean, look, there's it's there's so many unknowns. I think that given the unknowns, I think cash preservation is sort of your mantra. You can shift a little bit more of the retirement accounts into some stocks, but everything else has got to be available to you so you can pay for these services. Um, it also sounds like you've done a very good job of talking to people and exploring this. Um, and, you know, there are times where you might come to the end of this money and be like, what the hell? And you might actually then qualify for Medicaid services because honestly, the money you have will have been spent. And then, you know, the house, not, no one's throwing your wife out of a house. No one's making her get money out of her retirement account to pay for your care. So there could be a time where you actually qualify for Medicaid, um, which would then fund the gap between your long-term care policy and the need. And it, of course, it depends on, you know, all this is predicated on timing and what happens next, which we don't know. Let me ask one question about 
the retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. um, it's possible that, you know, those will need to be drawn down for care also, which makes me wonder how, you know, whether they shouldn't be more liquid. They will be liquid, but you'll have the cash first. You'll have to check with your, uh, this is what I would do. I would check the state rule on Medicaid to see whether or not, because sometimes they don't make, sometimes they don't count a retirement account as part of Medicaid and sometimes they do. So what I would be interested in finding out is whether the account in your name, whether or not they would force you to pull that down and spend it before you could qualify for Medicaid. If the answer is yes, then you're right. We would want to make sure that that money is available, but we still have some time because we know we have the 725 and the non-retirement also. But let's do a little, I think you need a little exploration on that. You should check the state Medicaid rules. Will do. You know who's always a very good um, source, I find, is a lot of the, the service folks in these doctor's offices tend to know a lot of the rules. So you may want to lean on them and ask them about that as well. Good idea. All right, my friend. I wish you all the best. I am so sad for you, and I'm so grateful that you turned to us. Um, and we're we're very uh, hopeful that this period is as little disruption as possible. Let's see how it goes. And we're sending you really good energy. So Mark from Minneapolis, thank you for getting in touch with us. All right. Thanks for being so sweet. And uh, thanks for your advice. All right. Take care. So gang, instead of everybody complaining about we only have rich people on the air, how about people who are just going through tough times? How about that as a community, we hold Mark up and we put our arms around him metaphorically. That's what we're going to do today. What a way to start the week. And we thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please uh, put your hands metaphorically on Mark's back. I know he can feel it. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.